Sarski. You tuned in to another edition of Infinite Vibes provided by Taste and Power by Dash Radio. I'm Moran, the man, and I got my lovely, rich ass, bossed up ass co host DJ Blex in the building hey. as well. No, we here, baby. Absolutely, we here. I know Blex out here getting a lot of money, but I don't know if we got as enough money as the gentleman that's, you know, sitting I don't think we got that, bro. You like, know what I'm saying? <laughs> somebody who's out here, you know, went to the, to the major leagues, played baseball, right. then he turned around and transitioned himself into a music. The king label. himself, oh, Houston. Man. Yes, yes. In the building. Yes. Right. Please introduce yourself to our listeners, Big Dog. Hey. What's up, y'all? This uh Carl Crawford, CEO of 1501 down in Houston, Texas, and I'm in the building. In the building. Love being in Atlanta, man. Absolutely. Welcome, baby. Welcome absolutely. to Atlanta. We absolutely love the fact that you're here. And he's actually making his Infinite Vibes debut. This is somebody who I had the yes. pleasure of, you know, meeting and working with a couple of years ago when he first got his feet wet with some of his uh, some of his other artists in the past. And, yes. you know, we know about the controversy. We know about everything that went down. But even throughout that, you still stay consistent. Yeah, I had to, man. I just had to keep going. You know, I had a... Uh, Real passion for wanting to be inside the music business. So I know, you know, I knew obstacles was going to come and uh, I was just going to have to keep, you know, striving for excellence. Right. What type of mentality, like coming from you being an athlete, right? Right. You got to be very competitive. Right. So like what's the mentality that you got to have in this music industry? Is it similar or is it? Yeah, I pretty much apply what I did in sports to this. You know, it was, you know, work hard. You know what I'm saying? Be Try to be, you know, first person to get there, last person lead type of stuff like that. And uh, just pretty much try to have a, uh, I can only do things that I have an actual passion for. Meaning like I was <clears throat> had a passion for sports. I really had a passion for music. Add the work ethic to it and, you know, you get the speed up time like, that you got. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he came before time. What time? Uh-huh. Yeah. He before time. He before we time. Talk about that. That's how you rich, y'all. That's how you stay rich. Like, you know, you know in baseball, it's a rule, you know, if you're on time, you're late. So, you know, it's like our time is like the most important thing, you know what I'm saying? Facts. So, I'm always You still got them principles. Good, huh? You yeah. still got those yeah. principles. Yeah, I yeah. try to be on time for everything. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Absolutely. So, you know, yeah. we know you came up in Houston. Right. And, you know, Houston has such a deep origin when it comes to hip-hop, period. Right. So when you stepped up in this thing, was it somewhat intimidating at first? You know what I mean? What was uh, it like? It wasn't really intimidating because I felt like I knew, I knew kind of like the, some of most of the key players. Mm. And uh, I felt like I had the resources to mm-hmm. succeed. And I've been growing up in the culture already, so I kind of knew what people would want and stuff like that. So right. I, I, I had a lot of confidence coming into it. I wasn't, I wasn't scared about it at all. Mm. So you utilize your, like, I guess your status in the baseball professional league with the connects that you made or did you already nah, know that before no nah, I knew you know just being from Houston so I the people that's in the music business like for instance the guy that I started with T. Ferris we played Little League Baseball together mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying right. so it's like once I saw he was in the music industry uh, I was able to link up with him and we was able to uh, you know he was able to you know bring me in and like I said I knew I had everything else to succeed I just needed somebody to get me Inside the little circles that's, that it's hard to get in. Right, that's yeah. right. So T. Ferris is well connected in Houston and just all over the music industry. Yeah, you know he um he managed uh he managed Paul Wall and Mike Jones back in the gap. You know what I'm saying? Back He's, when they was at their prime. Yeah, you know when they was in their prime, and uh, at the time I didn't know that because uh, I hadn't saw him in a while, and um you know they was you know they put you no know, T. Ferris in the name. I didn't realize they was talking about Travis. That's his real name and. Once I realized it was him, I, I knew instantly that I was going to use him to get into the music business. And, uh, you know, it worked. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That part, that part. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing about the music industry, we know that, you know, a lot of people don't really understand what goes on. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one of those type of things you really got to be here. Right. So, okay. you know, for somebody like yourself 
people like us, we understand what goes into breaking the artists. Right. We understand what goes into, you know, making sure your artists are doing their interviews, making sure they're at the clubs being seen. But then if an artist takes off, the person that may be invested in that person may not get the credit. Right. They, mm-hmm. Yeah, see, one thing about this stuff, boy, they hate, people just hate to give credit in this business. I don't yes. understand why, you know, because at the end of the day, <clears throat> coming over from another lane, it's just like, it's, it's enough for everybody who has the credit. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, Facts. it's, it's uh, endless amounts of whatever we all want. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can get it. Right. So I never understood why they just do that, but it's the way it is. And, um, you got to fight for everything, you know, mm-hmm. like, if you look at the story, if you hear their story of how, you know, we found Megan, I'm sure it don't sound nothing like mine, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's like, mm-hmm. and I know the true story, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, we got to talk, we can talk about <laughs> yeah, it when yeah, we're here yeah. because, you know, it's like. Yeah, nah, it's, you know, it's just what it is, you know, and it's like, um. It is what it is. Just right. like, hate to give credit, man. You know? And another thing too is like artists in this game are not loyal. Mm. Like that's one thing I noticed too. Because there's us as DJs and yeah, we yeah. we run across that all the time. Well, especially when you like an indie label, because you like more hands on and you become more like their family and stuff. So you're around them more. So now they think you like a cousin or a brother or something yeah. like that. You know mm. what I'm saying? And then now now you know things get weird at times, but uh. You know, it's it's sad, it's like that, but they definitely, it's something about those artists once they get to a certain spot. It's like they've been waiting to do it the whole time. Right. You know? <laughs> it's like they forget yeah. who actually yeah, was nah. there from the get-go. Yeah, they they they, they get a um, a quick a quick thing of uh, amnesia, you know. Right. Interesting, yeah. interesting. So, you know, how does that affect you mentally? Because, you know, you're somebody, you stepped into this game, you know, you're somebody that, you know, I've had the privilege of meeting you in the past. Well, like for me, I kind of just learned to know my role now, mm. meaning that, you know, um, I know I'm the person that's trying to get them to the major labels. And once they get there, then, you know, they could, you know, do what they have, their managers and stuff like that, that manage them from then on out. Meaning so when they go to like a, like Eric and her case, she's with right. uh, Warner, Warner, you mm-hmm. know, she's still signed to 1501. But you know what I'm saying? It's like they... You know, handle their stuff, and you kind of grow, and then you go mm-hmm. off like that. So, it's a partnership. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like you know, and you continue to develop, and we all go. I go look for more talent, and we just keep the cycle going. Absolutely. That's how we were supposed to go in the beginning, but you know, uh, I didn't understand a lot because I was new, and uh, um, you know, do you just, feel like you were taken advantage of because you knew? Oh, I definitely got taken advantage of, you know, because mm-hmm. you know, um, I didn't know nothing, and anybody you all know in this business, you know, if you don't know something. Hey, the shark's coming. Right. The hell have no that fear. Part. Smell that blood, boy. Ooh. Yeah. And they don't care. And I wasn't no exception, even though the guy that did it to me was a childhood friend, you know? And you hear these hard stories about the music industry, and you was like, you, you don't even believe them because it hasn't happened to you. Yeah. But um, It'd be the closest one to you, because even when you die, like, if you get murdered, it's always right. somebody you knew. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, in some instances. In some instances. That's, yeah, that's what makes it so, like, you know, hurtful because, the, you know what I'm saying, it's a, it's right. a person that was close to you. In my case, T. Ferris, you know, I moved this guy into my house, you know what I'm saying, bought him cars and clothes, just pretty much brought him back from the dead. You know, he mm. was at home hustling drug dealers, you know, trying, you know, just trying to get in the music business and right. stuff like that, you know, taking all their money and shit. Jeez. So. Um, you know, got them back to like being a real force to be reckoned with, and psh, well, this how you get repaid. You know? mm. So it's like, wow. So a real here. Uh-huh. So technically, you turned him into a real executive because well, he wasn't exactly. He was, you know, he was kind. Of, he was at home, kind of you know dealing with little, little indie labels. You know, how I you know run a play, come to Atlanta here and there, but you mm-hmm. know, uh, Powerwall run is over with. So you know, he didn't have too much to do with Mike Jones. Him, him, and Mike Jones kind of have the same situation me and him have. You know, so. Mm. Um, 
Um, so he pretty much was 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 on his last leg when I came back to Houston, and I just right. thought that uh, you know I knew him as a kid, and you know he used to be this guy. Like man, I didn't feel like he should be like you know in that position. Yeah. So as a friend, you know, retiring from baseball, you see a guy on their last leg, you like. Shit, man, I'm gonna help this guy. Come on, man, just move. I'm gonna move you in my house. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Right. Like, I, don't I got family members. I ain't moving my house. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting getting cussed out because of that. But yeah. that's CEO of mentality, though. Right. Huh. Doing whatever you got to do to make exactly. sure we win. That's right. that's what that was. Yeah, and that, I did it because of that. Plus, I understood the. Uh, you know, my coaches will tell you I always was a quick learner, and I like to speed things up. So, what other kind of way? Speed things, my learning curve up by moving them in with me and learning every single day. We wake up, go to bed, you know, we talk about music, we figure out, you know what I'm saying? It was right. a real loud plan to kind of get to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when you was, because, you know, all storms run out of rain. So right. when you was going through that storm and you found Erica Banks, right. because, you know, they always say if you're great, you can do it again. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you find Erica Banks. Then bless it explodes. Right. It became the. It was easily yeah. one of the biggest songs on TikTok last year. How right. did that make you feel? It's just it's one of them things where you just can't even like. It's like you want to talk so much stuff and say something you can't say nothing because you just look like the bitter person and then it mm-hmm. happens and it just says everything for you. You know, it just gives you so much elation to uh, you're like man, this is you know this is what I was trying to tell y'all right here. You know, I mean everybody can't be as big as Megan, but right. but I know what I just did. You know what I'm saying? The fact that y'all see I didn't do nothing. Like, mm-hmm. well, how this happen again? Like in less than a year. So and gold mm-hmm. and platinum. Everybody yeah. everybody can't say they got a gold and platinum from, record. And to have two artists on your label that did it. You know what I'm saying? Two right. girl artists, ind- independent labels. You know yeah. exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, but even with the ranks, you know, it's like you got platinum engineers now. Right. You got a platinum producer. Exactly. Shout out to Sarge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, has to feel, it has to feel rewarded yeah, to I know. Mean, like, like, at the end of the day, I, even Lil Drew, he was in my studio okay. every single day, lived there. You know what I'm saying? But I just didn't know the business well. And, you know, they did that stuff, too. It was like, man, it's like they came and took all my best assets from me. Damn. T-Ferris, uh, Lil Drew, and Megan, you know? Mm. Lil Joe said he's what? Uh, Lil Joe is who make all her beats. You know, the one be, uh, you know, by Lil Joe on the beat or whatever. Lil Joe okay. Beat. Yeah. So, so he with them now? Okay. Yep. You mm. know, so it was like, wow. So as a person that's going, like, as you're going through the motions and experience people betraying you, do that kind of make you, like, less hesitant? Or how do you? Well, I really, you know, I uh, hate the way it's kind of made me. Now, I'm not as, I try not to be as bad with everybody, but, you know, at first, you know, when I see, if I see a person or whatever, I, I, I automatically just look, I see all the good in you. That's how I was able to do with him, you know, right. because people warned me about T-Ferris, you know, but I couldn't see nothing that people was telling me. I can only see the good stuff. And now when I approach people, it's like, what what you uh, what's your angle? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I hate that I'm like that because everybody is not trying to do that. Even though a lot of times that's what's going on, I don't like the fact that I just prejudge people like that. Mm-hmm. Now. I can relate to that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's all good. I mean, yeah. for what we could tell, the engine is still moving for 15 on one. Yeah. You got two artists that's going crazy right now. You got an R&B singer that I you just love it. Yeah, 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 so, Switching yeah, the flow. Yeah, I know you're switching it up. You got to stay, you know, you got to keep everybody on their toes, man. You know, everybody will start doing like the same stuff all the time and get repetitive. And so you got to do something different yeah. to switch it up, give a new vibe. And, you know, you know, that's that's that. Do you got an A&R? Like, how do you find these artists? Uh, I'll be on the internet, you know what I'm saying? And I like I found all my artists on the internet uh, with these two, with with, with Erica and Martina. Uh, I, I, li- I literally was just going like um, um, live on my at night on my uh, stories. Oh. And so I picked people to, to let me listen to their music and I, I picked both of them. And 
the songs that they play for me on that live is the ones that I'm pushing, to, you know what I'm saying, today. Busted and daddy. So, yeah. you know, people think you just be playing on that, man. You'll go and find all the little hidden jewels and stuff like right. that. You That's know? what it be. Talk to <laughs> us about the importance of finding and molding talent, though, that because part. you got to think. You know, we remember when you was running around with Erica just mm-hmm. a year ago. Everybody wants to send her beats now because yeah. right. she got a hit. Right. But, you know, you really were there. Right there from the beginning to the start. It's just that you just got to get out there and work it. Believe what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Hit, hit, do everything that everybody else wasn't doing. I think it was kind of in the Corona time, you know what I'm saying? So we had to literally find out what places was just going against the grain and be open, take right. those chances and still go there, you know, because we wanted to, we just wanted to like, you know, we was taking out, we took some chances. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, our hard work paid off. We worked the record all year long, and by the top of the year, it just had like one of these wonderful, magical, musical things yeah. that happens, you know. And I know that feeling because it happened a lot with Megan. So when it happened, I was like, "Oh, that's that, that's that yeah. shit right there." Never gets old. I was like, "This is what you do all that, do all that crazy stuff for, man, just for this one feeling that's happening right now." Yeah. And this is what you always chasing. That's yeah, yeah. I, in a memory ironically came up where we interviewed Erica that was 2020 it was yeah. like July 2020 because it came up on my phone today and I was just thinking like damn like y'all really was hustling in the pandemic like yeah. really moving a record no that was that was the same and how y'all break a record during the pandemic and we was like shit cause we was the only ones that would move you know yeah. we wouldn't stay still you know what I'm saying and we knew everybody else was staying still so it was like that was the moment that we had to lock in and find some, find some key spots and, uh, you know, go and show the, you know what I'm saying, the song getting put out there. You know, you got to see it visual. Had a radio run that went real well. So, yeah. Real. yeah. Do y'all got a studio, like, out in Houston, Houston yeah, right now? Yep, 1501 Studios. Yep, that's where we record all our music. My whole Tina Snow project for Megan the first one, record the whole thing, now, you know. So, you know, it's an iconic spot right now for it. That's what's up. We gotta yeah. go out there, bro. Yeah, we gotta pull up. Yeah, we got to. <laughs> come for see real, it. You for can real. come see it. You know, it's like a little. It's like a house studio, but you know, it's got this little energy that we just like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. we like those anyway. Yeah. It's just yeah. like real that intimate vibes. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, I don't have like a traditional studio like up in there. It's like more of a home type thing. But I, you know, what I'm saying, I felt like I wanted to have people comfortable all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Good That's hospitality. Nice. So we saw, you know, talk to us about fatherhood. It's looking like your son is on his way to playing professional baseball. Yeah, he, um, he, you know, he's senior year, coming into his senior year, and uh, he's been, you know, um, following my footsteps. I mean, following my footsteps since he was two years old, and you know, it's just proud to see, you know, he actually can do it. and He's good because that'd be my that'd be yeah. my biggest worry, you know, like. Shit, I know they're gonna try to play, but they're right. they gonna be any good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they gotta like, like, I ain't gonna this, bro. Like, if you ain't good, bro, like, you yeah. gotta be good, man. You know so. But shit, I ain't had no problems with him. He all the way. He down there better than what I was. Well, he faster in high school. I really yeah. Was, yeah that do be the worst because yeah. Jordan. I ain't gonna lie. Everybody man. was like with Jordan's son. <laughs> <laughs> they was like Jordan. <laughs> they was like he gonna man. be fine. You don't even hurt. Hey, hey. Never heard of hey, LeBron. Hey, James. I think hey. I two kids, though. Yeah, for sure. But y'all yeah, think LeBron kid is going to be better than uh, Michael Jordan kid. Oh, yeah, for I sure, mean, for sure. Bronny got it. Bronny got it, for sure. And uh, Scotty Pippen, son, he doing his thing, too. You yeah. Know? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he had uh, Vanderbilt, I think. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, Wake Forest, one of them schools, but he doing this thing. Okay. So, you know, it's all yeah, good. Yeah, man. That's that that sibling stuff, you know, especially with baseball, they love like bloodlines. So it was like, hey man, you just gotta be halfway decent. They gotta let you in there because they love that that father was in the major leagues and that son and uh so we just waiting for all that. Okay, that we'll makes see. sense. Doing some commercials was like yeah, he don't got his own shoe. Son, you know what I'm saying? You know, because I'm gonna still think I can beat him running when he, whenever he even at his height of his speed, you know. Absolutely. That part. Beautiful stuff, yeah. man. So what's it going to be like when one of your kids wants to do the music stuff? Though? Mm. What's that going to be like? Because it's coming. Man, I'm going to just tell, I'm going to try to keep them away from this as much as possible. But at the end of the day, <laughs> somebody going to have to run the business one day. I'll teach them the business part. Right, like, right. You know what I'm I don't want them to like try to become an artist or nothing like that. You know? Even though one of them might try to be like the You want to let your son be a rapper? Right. <laughs> my, son, my son Leo from Evelyn, you know, he, he, uh, he might try to rap. He got the swag, but... You know, I'd rather all of them just get on the business side and, um, uh, you know, learn how to do that. Why you say that? Like, you got to, because a lot of people that's in your shoes yeah. say that. But why? Like, why is it? That like we want to be on the business side? Yeah, like, because versus artists the artists. Because artists ain't finna go, you know, they only going to last so long, you know what I'm saying? If they be, like, the biggest one and it's so hard to be like that. Plus, you know, I feel like the executive are the ones who stay around for 20 years. You know, yeah. that's the key. You want to stay around for a while and... You know, That's have right. assets and uh, ownership and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, become a legend that way. Quiet, not too much craziness going on. See, baseball prepared me for this side. But, you know, um, there's always unexpected stuff that happens. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. Speaking of, like, yeah. investments and assets, as a CEO, like, I know it's important to you to invest your money outside of just music, right? What are some things that you invest into? Uh, well, I have... Uh, I invested with uh, the marijuana situation with nice. um, Cannabis? Okay. Al Harrington, Vimo, you know what I'm saying? And then I have um, a restaurant back in Houston called Burns Barbecue. That's a real iconic spot that everybody goes to, mm. um, you know, and um, pretty much those two are my little side investments, and I uh, um, do music, so, nice. you know what I'm saying? Okay. I don't like to have too much. I just got, right. you know what I'm saying, a couple of things that I do, and I just keep, you know, try to stay focused on the things that, uh, that I have a passion for. Exactly. Yeah. You got real estate too. Well, yeah, I own real estate. I have land and stuff like nice. that. Yeah, I own. I own like ten acres of land in Houston inside inside of Houston. Well, you know they building everything up. You know. Oh, some, that's fire. So the property is all expensive. You know, but I got in on it early. Property value going yeah. up. Yeah. Prices yeah. going. You got to get that. You got to yeah. cash out on it. You got to hold it for another five to ten years. But you know, yeah. inside the city, because you know Houston growing so fast. For sure. They want that. That, that commercial property on the in, inside the city like that. Facts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what's next for 1501, man? Like, what, 1501 which... is like we trying to put out new music, new songs, I mean, new artists. Uh, we just got a whole fresh feel coming uh, about us, you know, and y'all going to see it when y'all see the music. Um, we just want to we just wanna have our run, man. We want a new fresh start. We're putting all this other stuff behind us, and we just starting a new. For. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Y'all got our support. 100%. Yeah, we love coming to Atlanta because y'all always, like, you know, show us love when we come down here. So, uh, you know, it's hard sometimes when you're in your hometown to get things going. You have to <clears throat> come out of town and they have to see somebody else liking yourself. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, it's good, you know. So I appreciate <laughs> it when y'all, you know, show them how to, how to like us. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's, hey, people like us fuck with people like us. Yeah. So, you know, mm -hmm. that be yeah. the vibe. So one thing about Infinite Vibes, we always like to end these with just positive words of affirmation. So what is some advice that you could provide to anybody that's on their way up? Um, you know, just um, 
just keep on, don't quit, you know what I'm saying, pretty much. Just keep on going at it. You already got so far, you know what I'm saying? Just keep pushing. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do nothing. Um, you know, set goals, be mentally strong. Right. And, and just, you know, always know that you can overcome anything pretty much. You know, I try to keep my mind strong and um, sound to where, you know, I don't let, like, bad stuff just deter me from uh, yeah. my big dreams. <laughs> so. That part. That's where yeah. solid advice. Solid yeah. advice. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. solid advice, man. Well, hey, we definitely appreciate you for sitting down with us. It's been a long time coming. We're trying to get him on the show for a minute. Uh, we yeah. finally got him. Yeah. Ain't nothing like talking to the CEO. Ain't nothing yeah. like talking to the CEO. Ain't nothing like talking to the CEO. For sure, man. So please, for having me. Absolutely, man. Please give our listeners your social media. Let them know where they can get in contact with you. And who we playing? We playing D-Rod? We playing? Uh, who we playing? Who we playing? I don't know what y'all got in there. I got two. Are they both? You know what I'm saying? We can play both. We got both. We got, yeah. we got, we got D. Raw. He got a song called Drink Up. That's uh, we hoping to be like a good spring song for spring break and stuff. Then we got the uh, Seductress, uh, Martina Marie with a song called Daddy that we want to put out around Valentine's Day because it's real, yeah. you know, Valentine feel. But uh, nice. yeah, those are the two. Okay. And then you can catch me at 1501 Certified ENT. You know, y'all go follow the page and uh, uh, be up on the latest. <laughs> Absolutely. Infinite Vibes, Taste, Dash Radio, 1501 CEO, Carl Crawford is in the building.